Hey everybody, welcome to the Pendulum Podcast. This is the first episode of our brand new show. And my name is Yodin Kumar. If you can't remember my name, it sounds like Sardin. My name is Vishwamba. It rhymes with cucumber. <laughs> November. <laughs> Fishmonger. Does that help at all? <laughs> I guess that makes some sense. <laughs> I, but I had I had a difficult childhood. <laughs> yes, he did. But I don't know why no one has started calling him cucumber. We call him Bumba for some fucking reason. But that was a good one. That was a good one. Yep. yep. So anyway, you know, um, this is the second take of our episode yeah, because yeah. my dad interrupted me by asking me what was for lunch. So I guess he cares about the food I take. And that's nice of him. But I'll also like to thank him and my mom for providing me my room and the space and time and the money and the love and the support for me to express myself and record this with my cucumber-like friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, cucumber here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Bamba, why don't you just tell everyone um, what this podcast is about? You mean I don't need to thank anyone? Oh, oh, okay, fine. You can thank people then. I would also like to thank Yodin's mom and Yodin's dad for providing us with this venue and this location. Any refreshments provided, Mama? I gave you coffee just now, right? Did you give me a cucumber? I didn't give you a I'm all out of cucumber. I have a banana tree. Yeah, I think we're losing the audience. Okay, okay, Mama, go ahead. Okay, so what's this show about? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> we <laughs> basically want to talk about the things which interest us in the hope that it also interests you. And it maybe interests about three of you. Yeah, about three of you, excluding the two of us, hopefully. Yeah, uh, one of one of the remaining... How, how much does that leave us? That leaves us with one? I yeah. think that leaves us with Yodin's dad. Yep. Yeah. So, hi, Uncle. Hi, Pa. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, today, today we're going to be talking about student loans. We're going to be talking about student debt. And we're going to start by talking about PTPTN. So, I hope you know what PTPTN is. Okay, uh, what the hell does PTPTN stand for? Let's not get into that. <laughs> this is the second take. We still don't know the hell what, is the, what it stands for. You know... At this point, our audience is questioning why they are listening. <laughs> why are they listening to us? What do we know about this? But we do take an interest in this, and we do uh, we do do some research. Uh, here's what we know about PTPTN. Okay. Right now, Malaysians owe PTPTN, the student loan body, forty billion ringgit. Forty billion ringgit is a huge amount of money. It, 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 it it's about three percent of. The GDP which we produce every year. I hope you know what GDP 40 is. 40 billion is a fuck ton of bubble tea bumper. Yeah. They don't say it's a small number or anything, you know. The amount of bubble tea these poor people can buy. I was almost going to say <laughs> anyone who goes to SSP to buy bubble tea, yeah. You know, you could have been going towards solving this PTPTN issue, but no, you choose to buy your goddamn diabetes, lah. Apparently, yeah, one bubble tea is about 2.5 times the the recommended sugar intake per day, you know, so uh. you're having like two and a half days of bubble of, of sugar in one bubble tea. Maybe you should put it in perspective like this: How many bubble teas is our pretty pretty and that? I didn't know we'd be doing maths on this podcast, you didn't. Okay, let's yeah. not let's okay. not get into that. Fine, fine, fine. But fine. but okay, forty billion ringgit. We do need to put it into a bit more perspective, right? 
So our budget every year, how much of a percentage would PTPTN make up out of that? So the government is not spending this money every year, but this is the, the risk that they've taken, right? A 40 billion risk on Malaysians, uh, hoping that we're going to pay them back. <laughs> they it's all wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is about 12% of the federal budget. 12% of the budget which we're spending on police, we're spending on the fire department, we're spending to subsidize the sugar which goes into your bubble tea. <laughs> oh my god, you <laughs> bastards! All of you, I hate all of you. <laughs> and, and why is this an issue now? Malaysians, we are not, okay, we're not paying back our loans. Let's be honest here. Yodin, are you paying back your PTPTN? How do you know I'm even on PTPTN? I have a suspicion. I am on PTPTN, Bamba. He is on PTPTN. Am I paying it? No. This is why I'm credible. I know these things, you know. Even before that, people that tell them to me. Yeah. But just so you know, right, since we're on the topic of education and educational loans, right, Bamba has spent the last eight years trying to complete a four-year degree, okay? That includes my foundation. Let's the, not... Yeah, let's so not, you're in school long enough to think about these things, lah, right? Let's not give people any fake news, you know. <laughs> If I had completed my education a bit earlier like I was supposed to, would I have the time to make this show which nobody is listening to? I don't think so. I am working and I still have the time to do this, okay? <laughs> yeah, but that's besides the point. I'm not on PTPTN. Yodin is. And Yodin has been working for two years? Yes, almost two years. Two years and he hasn't paid his loan back. He hasn't even started. Yeah, but I have other things to pay for, okay? Like what? I went to Good Vibes last week, you know. That is a, that is a necessity. Do you know, the one PTPTN payment, okay, I had to pay 80 bucks a month. My Good Vibes ticket was 400 bucks. That's six months. That's insane. Who, would I rather pay for, to, for me to listen to Kids Ante? Actually, that's a bad example. I would have rather have paid to listen to Daniel Caesar than... Pay back for my educational loan that I have already received my education for. That I don't see a need. There was see, no urgent need for me to pay my loan. Yeah, and, okay, so this is, a, this is a good segue because what's the, the risk to you when you don't pay back your loan? Like okay. When you do, okay, so if you don't pay back a car loan, you lose your car. You don't pay back a home loan, you lose your home. Your home gets foreclosed. But when you don't pay back a student loan in this country, essentially nothing happens to you. You... It used to be that you couldn't travel overseas. That was the major thing, right? You, your passport is barred. That penalty is gone. They don't do that anymore. But so, it's gone. Yeah, so you, you can't travel overseas. I can, leave, I, cannot, I can just take money from the government, I mean, leave the country and all good. You did that last week, didn't you? You went to Jakarta, right? I did, but... And did they stop you? At so exactly, now you're just giving people more of an incentive not to pay. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think they need much more of an incentive. Like, bu- bubble tea is a good enough incentive ah, for them not to pay. I see. You bastards. Yeah, so you're also blacklisted in the credit rating system. Mm, what does that even mean for you? That means you can't take a home loan. I don't think any of you are going to be taking a home loan anytime soon. Uh, you can't get a credit card. I don't think any of you can afford to get a credit card. And if you it's could, it's incredibly you, easy to get a credit card. Okay, it is not easy. If it you don't is all you need to earn is about three k. I'm sure you can get a credit card. I get emails all the time, calls from random yeah. banks offering me to get me a credit card. So, it, it's insane. It's the cheapest loan you can possibly get. It, it's one percent a year. So 
even if you weren't even using it to pay for your education, you might as well take that money and stick it in a fixed deposit and, and earn interest on it. You'd earn 4%. Exactly. What the hell is a fixed deposit? Yeah. I know it just yeah. this is something that people do. Yeah. yeah. So it is uh, very irresponsible not to pay it back. I have a very irresponsible friend here uh, who I'm talking to. But... Hey, hey. I've dedicated some time to starting this podcast, okay? And yeah. is that someone that's irresponsible? I don't think so. Okay, well, so the government, uh, on top of all of this, the government has sort of put this idea into our heads that this loan won't have to be paid back at all. There are politicians right now who are, who are calling for all the debt to be cancelled, 100%, wiped out, wiped clean. Uh, last year, when they came into power, the government said, We'll only make you start paying back at four, when you earn 4,000 ringgit a month. I remember this. Yeah, 4,000 ringgit a month. How long will it take you to start earning that amount of money? Well, if it was Bamba, <laughs> if, assuming he gets out of university anytime soon, maybe an additional five years? Yeah, and there are lots of people... To make 4K. Yeah, I mean, there are lots of people who are 50 or 60 years old and they earn less than that, you know? That so it could true. be that you that never make... True. Yeah, and so the government realised that this was never going to happen. Then they reduced it to 2000 but the point is there is no certainty about where this is going we don't know what the plan is for for university education in this country and that brings us into the topic of what should we do uh, what should the system be who should be paying for our education so this is a very confusing question like is it not us if you go to a public university yeah it is subsidized by the government mm-hmm. right and when it's subsidized by the government... How nice. Who's paying for it, actually? It's all of us, right? Because the government takes our money to pay for your education. That is true. Now, I want to ask you, do you think that the, the government should make university education free? Yes. Why? So that I don't have to pay back my loan. Yeah, but, okay, on a, on a larger level, why should it be free? Why should it be free for everybody... I mean, okay, common sense will tell you that education on a larger scale can only benefit a society. Whether people choose to have it or not is another thing, but they should be able to get an education regardless of how much it costs. The cost of it shouldn't be on someone's mind and shouldn't be on someone's burden. So everyone should be entitled towards education. So, and it's something that the government is, <clears throat> is already providing on a primary and secondary level. And from my Google searches, and also based on what Bamba has told me, because I just take my news from him, the percentage of people going into tertiary education is very low. And so the argument is, how, why should the government, or why should we, as a whole country, pay towards 25% of people that choose to go for tertiary education. Yeah, so, yeah, that is the issue. When you talk about primary school and secondary school, everybody goes to primary school and secondary school. Something like 90% of people uh, finish Form 5, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, everybody is benefiting. Mm-hmm. But when the government is paying for university education, uh, even if it were free, there would be so many people who wouldn't go to university simply because they need to earn a living. They cannot afford to go four, five or six years without an income. Their families need their support 
so they they kind of so they still can't afford to go to university and what you end up with is 75% of the but population if, okay, if, is paying for 25% to go to university and this 25% is not it's not the lower income group it is the middle class it is the upper class these are the people who can afford to go without an income who can afford to delay starting uh, uh, entering the workforce uh, and and it's it's the poorer people who are who are funding them essentially but then like you said right like we all know public education is largely subsidized right which is supposed to incentivize the lower income groups to also go and get education yes right yes yes so if it was essentially free right for a lower income family to send their child to a public institution and get an education mm-hmm. with zero to little to no cost why aren't people doing that like I said, uh, say your mom has been okay. Say you are living in in a village, right? Your parents are paddy farmers or fishermen, for example. Uh, they 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 don't earn much every month. They have to support you for the first seventeen years of your life when you don't earn any money for them. There's no return on investment on on having a kid like you, right? Wow, <laughs> that was a direct attack on me. He looked at me and said it with absolute the highest amount of confidence. Yes. And now, uh, once you've turned 17, previously they would have expected you to start earning, to go into the workforce, maybe work on the field with them, go out to sea, or you know, do something useful, earn some money, and maybe be able to support the family as well, right? Mm-hmm. But now what you're telling them is, no, for another six years on top of that, you're going to have to send them to university, even if you don't have to pay for them, there's still an economic cost to these families. In, in terms of the income which they forgo so that the children can go to university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even if it was totally free, I suspect that the lowest income, the lower income groups would still not be able to send their kids to university. Now this is in the hypothetical that the government would pay for university for everybody, every student that comes out of, of, of high school goes to university and, and it, it, that's never going to happen because it will cost an insane amount of money. So it is always going to be a, a, a minority of the population that manages to go to university. And why, why should we be paying for that? Okay. So then you're saying that we, I mean, then, then the burden really should be on us, right? The government should have, there's no inherent right for the government to provide tertiary education to us. Yeah, tertiary education is not, a, a basic human right like you yeah. can say that 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 education when you're a child maybe that is a universal human okay what right. about but what not, about these white ass fucking countries like germany that provide free education well, okay yeah how and why why do you think that they do it how, why i think they do it is because well first of all they're white right they they pay for things that are completely unnecessary, such as um, white people things. Yeah. That <laughs> I have no inclination as to what white people buy. But basically, okay, fine. All these countries, mainly Scandinavian countries and Germany, have free education, even for foreigners, okay? Mm. How are they able to even give us that luxury? Alright, so... One big difference is that 
Germany is probably several times richer than us per capita per person. Uh, they they are much higher income country, right? And so mm-hmm. they can afford luxuries. That that is uh one. That's one reason. Mm. But another reason is that they just have a different understanding of what the role of government should be, right? Uh, okay. Here, um, don't we have the power to do that as well? We could, but should we? Like, should government be looking after you from cradle to the grave? That is the that is the culture in in these Western countries that the government must look after everything that happens. Must look out for you from the moment you're born to the moment you die, right? Uh, the, and 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 what ends up happening is that Just these cultures grow and grow and grow. Uh, you think about the amount of money that they spend, like in in the states, in the United States. Uh, the, the amount they spend on tertiary education, on on university, government and the private sector, all together, it's like 2.6% of GDP every year that they're spending. I'm not even talking about loans and, and, and shit like that. They, this is just what they're spending. We, we spend something like maybe uh, two-thirds of that or less in terms of GDP. So, okay. so, so what happens when you have free education for everyone is that the costs do balloon, whether or not your Germany or Malaysia or Bangladesh, it is going to balloon. And we, uh, in Malaysia especially, simply can't afford it right now. Okay, that, okay, fine, that's fair. Okay. What about, what about, okay, fine. What about the people, what about the debt that we already have, right? Right now, the problem is people aren't paying their loans, okay? Mm. And it's based on the system where you say mm. that, people should pay for their own education, not the government. Yeah. Okay, that is understood as to up to right now. Yeah. But people are not paying it. Yeah. So, essentially, this thing is just going to balloon and balloon and pop. Right? Yes. I'm not sure how it's going to pop, but it's going to be a huge fucking pop. Yeah. It's just going to increase and increase. So, it, what it, is the alternative right now? Yeah. Um. Well, one alternative is that you... You make everybody responsible. So everybody is responsible for your own education. You, you get rid of the system altogether. And, and if you need to take a loan, you take it from a bank and you pay a regular interest rate. And in in that... Then that w- wouldn't that already yeah. discourage people from getting education? Yeah, so this is the, the very uh, libertarian view of things. That you have already valued how much your education is going to be worth to you in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of, you know... It, added income and so on you you have, you you work that out for yourself and you decide how much you are willing to spend on on education now and if you don't have the money on hand then you you go and get a loan from a bank and uh, and that's how you and that's how you pay for education that's one way of of, of looking at it mm. uh, maybe an in between approach would be that government pays only for low income and well performing students so, uh, say I'm earning below, my family earns less than 2,000 ringgit a month, uh, mm. family income, for example. Uh, and so the government would then, to, to make sense for these people, they would need not just to pay for education, but also to, to give them an allowance, which is what happens in Germany, right? In mm. Germany, the government not only makes tuition completely free, they also give you an allowance every month to every student. Yeah, that is another form of welfare yeah. that they have. Yes. And... Is that feasible in Malaysia? Can we afford to do that? Well, I don't think we can right now. Okay, fine, we can't. But okay, like you said, right? You said 
maybe make people more responsible by making them go towards a private bank and getting a loan mm. for their education. Yes. But that will make interest rates higher. That a loan from a private bank will have higher interest rates. And that also will discourage people from going into education. Yeah. Even right? but you have to ask yourself, does everybody need to go to university in the first place? That, that is a good point. That is a good point. Like for example you have done an arts degree. Do I need you? Do <laughs> you I need, fucking bastard? Do I? Need, I knew it. Do I need another Indian to be going like painting mangoes in the middle of the street? I know one is fucking painting mangoes in Monash. Okay, like why? No arts degree. Why do I need? Why do I need somebody to be learning watercolors for four years? I no I don't one understand. You know what, bumper? Because you are in university, you just cannot leave because you take like five other degrees, okay? You just can't, you just don't want to leave, okay? You're in this little bubble. You go, why? The only see, other degree you haven't tried is fucking art, and you don't like to be seen, hey, you don't like to see me painting a mango. Yeah, well, uh, this, this comes down to, one part of it is, what's the benefit to me, right? Of, yeah. of getting an education. Yeah. The other argument that people make for public funding, right? for government funding education is there's a social benefit that even this even though it's a small group of people the fact that you have this highly educated group of people yeah. is somehow going to trickle down to the rest of society okay so now you're questioning education as a whole yeah now you know I find it surprising because it, it, public funding is a very lefty kind of idea right yeah okay yeah agree and and people on the left generally don't like our, this idea. Our one other listener is probably a lefty. La. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hello, socialists. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, backtrack, backtrack. Okay. Uh, continue, Bamba. <laughs> yes, but you know, uh, people on the left generally do not like this idea of trickle-down economics, right? That the benefits that go to the top of society are going to trickle down to, to the lower ranks and to the lower-income people. But in this case, they're all for it. It doesn't make any sense to me because... If I am highly educated, how much of that benefit is going to go to the rest of society and how much of it is going to go to me? Like, mm. if I go to the UK and get a, a law degree from a, from a well-reputed university, you know? See, Indian has to be law. La. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Law, <laughs> engineering, medicine. But you, you see my point, right? When you come back here, uh, you're going to be working for a high uh, a high-flying law firm. You're going to be making... Uh, five figures a month very soon. Uh, you're gonna be working for wealthy clients. How how does that benefit anybody else? How are you working for a legal aid clinic? Are you are, are you doing a lot of like pro bono free free? No, questioning advice? capitalism, right? <laughs> no, it's actually no. Just... I am not questioning capitalism. I'm questioning this idea of welfare. And, I mean, know, essentially, me having an education and me getting a job will also benefit only myself. Which it is the main. I'm not saying it only benefits you, but it benefits you the most. And the and the problem here is that I am paying for it. And how is it benefiting me and the rest of us who have been paying for your education? Okay. So what the fuck is the solution? <laughs> I don't know that there is an easy solution. People don't like to hear this that not everybody can afford to go to university and not everybody should go to university. And it's of course very easy for us to say that uh, not everybody needs to go to university, even though we have a, a yeah a yeah. I agree. I mean, I was I was coerced into getting a degree, even though I felt like I could have been doing more things. But yeah. 
I completely agree that not everyone should go go to university if they do not have that capacity to. Yeah, not just the capacity, but the need. You the know? need, yes. You know, uh, we've turned into this society where everybody needs to study for longer and longer and longer, and and everybody wants to work less and less and less. Yeah. You know, we, we when we come out of university, we expect to get a nine to five job. We expect to have two or three weeks of leave every year. Well, it's not the reality, right? Mm. Uh, and you know, there can even be an advantage to starting work uh, at a younger age. Yeah. Like, you work your way up the ladder faster. Uh, yeah. yeah, so maybe what it needs is a culture shift. We need to value uh, university education less than we do right now. Mm, that's that's interesting. I'm. That's a very interesting point, actually, because... That does make a lot of sense and that can actually provide some insights as to how we need to view education as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, fine. So, for those who are in university right now, congratulations on making it this far. But those who have not received a degree or maybe don't intend to, that's, that is nothing to be ashamed about because it's completely fine and within your right to do so. And, and you can be and you can be successful. You can definitely be successful. Mm. I mean, look at I'm I'm pretty sure uh I don't know what's the rates of these people opening up bubble tea shops, lah, okay? But you know, given that I'm pre- a lot of SMEs and a lot of small businesses, the founders and the creators did not go and get a good tertiary education, did not even probably get a tertiary education to begin with, and still come up successful in doing what they love. You know, and still being able to have a good full life. Yeah. Right? So, but then, okay, the point of the episode is the debt we have for student loans is huge. It's fucking 40 billion ringgit. And in 20 years, it's going to be 76 billion. Exactly. That is insane. And, you know, inflation, I'm not sure, I cannot predict the level of inflation. I did not do an econs degree. I was just painting yes, fucking yes, mangoes, yes. apparently. Okay? <laughs> fucking bumba. But anyway, how do we actually convince ourselves that it is something that, I mean, paying our PTPTN is something that we should do? Because even though I'm not paying for it, I'm completely at fault for this. But I did make an agreement to take this money from the government as a loan, pay it back within the period of 15 in fifteen years or less if I'm able to with an interest of 1%. So, really, I think we're a bit ignorant to blame the government for not providing cheaper alternatives or trying to just cancel the debt altogether because we did go into this bond with them with the with us signing on the fact that you, you made know, an agreement. You made an agreement. We made an I made an agreement. You I made a promise to pay. I made a promise to pay. Okay, enough. Okay, stop making me feel worse. But essentially, right now, uh, I made this promise and I'm not fulfilling my promise. On the fact is, I know also for okay. On a side point, based on today's recording in July, it's the end of July, but. The what Bamba brought up about secrets just now was that you were not able to get certain kind of loans. But because the government also incentivized now to get young people into owning homes, right? They made up good uh schemes like rent to own schemes and things like that. And they 
eventually actually they came out recently and said that um, despite you being blacklisted on PTPTN actually yeah. you are able to yeah. own a home yeah you, so, can, you can get a loan for your first home now but you see that's the thing yeah. that is a bit contradicting you know so okay fine I take up money from the government for my education I've not been paying it back but they are also giving me uh, option to still own a home own a home despite me not paying back my educational loan so if you're the, able to pay for your home you should be able to pay by right, bucks a month by right yes I should Yeah. but the thing is it comes to the point where we try to revalue more obviously once we're out of university and we earn uh, probably our next step is to eventually own a home mm. We already have our education to get us the job that we want. Yeah. And then money that we get from the job that we want pays to our home. And it's already being able to... I mean, it's already given to us in an affordable manner. Yeah. So, I do not say that the government isn't doing enough. Because they are, despite all these limitations, they are providing us with some alternatives and some options to, you know, have a proper full life without us experiencing the full wrath of a bad... Um, financial situation. All the consequences of, of, of not paying yeah. debts. Yes. But I think what Bamba and I can agree upon is that when you take on this agreement to pay back the loan, it really should be on us to pay it back. Right, Bamba? Yes. It's nobody else's responsibility but yours. You've, you've reaped the benefits of it already. Yeah. What, what are you doing, you know? I mean, yeah, okay, fine. With that being said, right, that doesn't mean that we, uh, the government shouldn't try to find other avenues to try and make yeah. education affordable. But as of right now, I mean, that 40 billion in debt, although we can argue and say that I'm sure the government can cut costs from somewhere else and yeah. other places to, you know, accommodate for this debt, which is possible. But as of right now, they've cut out deals from China and things like this, and we are still in a rut. And I'm pretty sure our educational loan debt is not on their is not the top of their priority list right now yeah. because they have other things to deal with, and yeah, I mean that, you just think about all the things that the government has to to pay for. You know, um, they they subsidize the they, they subsidize the poor in many different ways. You know, they give you public housing for low income groups. They they subsidize people in the rural areas. They give allowances for fishermen and farmers. They they subsidize your your petrol and your transport costs. All of these things, uh, they impact a much wider group of people than it's higher education spending. So why do you want the government to be spending more on you when they've already spent so much, when they're already, uh, they're already helping you in, in, in so many other ways to live a comfortable yeah, life? Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, the conclusion is basically, as of right now, things aren't perfect, but we believe that if you have made an agreement to pay back, to take money from PTPTN, I think it's best that we all honour it, including myself, and especially myself, because I get notices every month on how much I owe. And I have, and there's a, there's a penalty, you know, you, I get notices on the penalty that I owe for not paying the loan, and then you got to start paying back the actual amount that you borrowed. So there's interest, there's a penalty, and the actual loan amount which we borrowed from. So, rather than get yourself into shit later on in life, and that, I mean, I'm not sure how the government will probably make stricter restrictions on you getting houses in the future, but I'm pretty sure we all should just 
like make sure that we pay our loans back as soon as we can. Pay your loans. Pay, pay, pay your debts. Pay your debts. Pay, uh, be a Lannister. Yeah, okay, if anyone would like to sponsor my PTPT and educational loan... He really doesn't need it. He didn't no, need to go no. to good vibes last night. Okay, ah, okay, you know what? We all make bad decisions, okay? I went there. It was cold. It was. I had a good time. But, you know, I spent way too much amount of money yeah. that anyone should be paying for to listen yeah. to Kid Sante. Okay? So... The thing is, I... I heard he did not bathe for two days. Uh... Shit. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> I don't want to comment on me not bathing for two days. But I... Actually, I did have a bath. Did you have a bath? Today? I just didn't bathe on the last day. In the last day? On the you... last day, uh, I mean, oh. at the day I was leaving. Right. So the whole weekend is what you're saying. No, I... I did not bathe on the last day uh, as I was leaving, which was on Monday. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Okay, Saturday, Sunday, I had a bath, okay? Alright. Jesus. He bathed, he bathed. Yeah. He, he, was worth, he was worth your investment. Oh my god, okay. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? This is why we're not going to have any sponsors, okay? <laughs> Definitely not from any <laughs> any beauty products, no sanitary product, okay? No, or maybe actually, we will because... I, as someone who does not bathe regularly, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling this out on public. I, ho- I really hope you only have like three listeners. Like. <laughs> I hope only your dad is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. I think we have come up to a conclusion which is not really satisfying to a lot of people. But it's something to just take note of. To think about. Yeah. And I'm sure that you guys... Uh, no, a lot of you know more about this than we do. So, you know, uh, tell us where we're wrong. Yeah. And uh, tell us your own ideas, even. Because uh, essentially, we're not authorities on this subject. This is just basically Bamba and I, Cucumber and I, having a conversation about things that matter to us. You know, we, okay, we've done our research, okay? But essentially, this is just a starter for debate and starter for discourse and conversation. So, if you have any comments to leave... I don't know how do you leave comments on a podcast, but uh, you can email us at thependulumshow at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. Yeah, we will because we only have three listeners. We can probably... Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that even one of you gets back to us. I'll make sure that we'll put it back on our Instagram page and... Okay? Okay. So, thank you very much for listening to us. My name is Sardin. My name is uh, Fishmonger. And this is the Pendulum Podcast.